0: Big old bell. All right, All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we got a new episode getting started tonight. Uh, a bunch of different things we want to cover. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, welcome to the Big Gold belt. belt. You know who I am, obviously. I'm here with uh, the amigos. With um, <laughs> Will, Jamal, and Sellers. What's up, you fellas? Hey, Got a full house tonight on the Big Gold Belt. Yeah, it feels... Uh, Today's gonna be interesting because I gotta be honest, we didn't totally prep like we usually do for shows. But um, you didn't. did it, okay? Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I was sick <laughs> a few days, so it is what it is. But um, yeah, we we do got some things we want to cover. Um, so yeah, tune in and uh you ready for the ride. But first off, yeah, everyone's doing good. Everyone's great. Yep. 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 Cool. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Hanging in there, as always.
0: All right, Jamal. So let's let's just get right back into what we were just talking about. Now, I, 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 one of the biggest things in wrestling or WWE right now is that um, it seems to me like things feel a little bit different as far as promoting and them sticking to their norm as far as the, um, the regular pay-per-view schedules and stuff like that. I mean, Survivor Series, granted, is next month i really haven't heard much about it it's in la so that's sort of a big deal anything in la is typically a big deal but we're not even talking about that we do have the all women's uh pay-per-view evolution that is the end of this month Yes, uh 24th that's the, nec-
1: that's the next one up
0: 24th yeah i'm going and i don't even realize how soon as i guess i need to that's get how, how good it is you're so late yeah. for that you can't remember very true, and I mean they're not even promoting that really hard. But I mean they're already on to the next one, and the next one seems to be, um, crown jewel. I'm not sure the date again, but nonetheless, the 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 big thing to me is that okay, they're already promoting this. They're naming big matches. They just came off of the Australian show, and the back then, Saudi Saudi radio, which I mean they granted they got a lot of success out of um going to the uh, middle east earlier this year and you've you know rumors was speculating that they will host like you know a big another big pay-per-view come next year uh rumors about you know uh them potentially getting one of the big four and stuff like that all that all the all of that type of stuff is just being thrown around nothing's really confirmed but nothing nonetheless they're making another show already and it just seems that the ARAB money is making things possible that were just virtually impossible and I mean like granted Shawn Michaels is about to wrestle like this dude literally <laughs> said no to every single match that they have thrown to him but it's clear that money talks so um, yeah, but nonetheless, let's 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 talk about the crown jewel and the tournament, I guess, that they're doing can I ask and a and question just... about
2: that tournament though first? I don't mean to interrupt.
0: Nah, go what? ahead. This open table, man. Everyone jumping so, in. Here.
2: So since it's a tournament, how come they just couldn't call it King of the Ring if it's about a crown jewel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, John Cena doesn't have to qualify because of his past credentials. So what, right. Kurt, Ang- but per- Kurt Angle did? <laughs> right.
1: And had, to, and had to speak in as a conquistador at that.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, it's, just, it's confusing. But no, but to, to Jamal, uh, uh, back to what you were saying earlier, let's hear the news that you were hearing and, and all the stuff. Let's, let's bring those topics
3: right away. Uh, okay, so uh, first off, uh, has anybody heard of the person uh, Jamal Khashoggi
1: Yes. No. Right.
3: Okay. So if you haven't heard of him, uh, he was a Saudi-based, uh, um, he was a Saudi national, but he was a Saudi Arabia-based journalist who uh, was killed recently uh, sometime in Istanbul, uh, Turkey. A really grisly uh, murder. Uh, and of course, this is the world's biggest whodunit right now. Um, he was murdered allegedly inside of the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. Uh, The Turks say Saudis did it, the Saudi says I don't know what happened and either way his parents are still grieving. Now with this isn't the first time that something like this has happened, some shenanigans that has been involved with the Saudi royal family and the government. Now with WWE, as it relates to them, uh, getting a blank check from the Saudis, who at least in this case is a really high profile crime, uh, the question for WWE as more groups have been you know taken up on uh, bridge with the fact that they're all receiving all the money from the Saudis to do uh, whatever they want should WWE continue to do business with them if they whether they do or not how does that affect this crown jewel pay-per-view um and this isn't like this is another black eye on, on what has been uh well at least for WWE a lucrative uh business deal with the Saudis but culturally politically uh, in know the court of public opinion. You know how how does WWE? Um, how do they justify? You know working with uh, a country and, and a business that's been so, in very literal cases, cutthroat. Mm-hmm. So uh,
2: let me let me ask this question. Then going back to that. Jamal. Sure. So, the, like you said, the biggest thing about this is money talks, and talking about this blank check. Now, this is two pay per views in two years that WWE one year. is going to. So, oh, well, year. yeah,
1: yeah. Two
2: pay-per-views, two pay-per-views a year for 10 years is the deal. That's the deal. And won't <laughs> yeah. you think, Will, that one of those will be eventually a WrestleMania? I, no.
1: I would think with the money involved, absolutely nothing is off the table. Anything. And I think,
2: I, think that's <laughs> absolutely not. I, I think that's what they're trying to do. If they want to have a big splash of having a, the first WrestleMania to be outside the U.S., then this could be- That's huge, also not true. Oh, it's not? What, what was the first one?
3: WrestleMania six was in Toronto.
2: Uh, okay. Well, outside, outside of North, North America, America, I America say. we'll say I would say uh, outside North America, I stand corrected. Now, this could be a big avenue for that to see how these pay-per-view, I guess, viewership ratings that you will see how the money is going back and forth with that. I think WWE is trying to plant a seed for that because it is still a big market for wrestling in that area. Granted, yes, all this political and unfortunate events could go down. But if the viewership, if the money is right, I think WWE is going to try to lean its way to have a WrestleMania there at some point down the line.
3: I don't think WWE needs to have a WrestleMania in the Middle East. A, logistically, the bulk of their audience won't be up to watch it. Um, B, the, the Saudis are on board with them buying two house shows a year of a WrestleMania or War, uh, Royal Rumble quality. So yeah. why give them you know, the house and the car when well, you could just give them the car? Yeah. They, they don't want the house,
1: just like this year they gave them the greatest Royal Rumble. They'll just give them greatest WrestleMania. So, <laughs> right right, there we go. I like it. Yeah. I like it. The
2: Mike's had the world greatest big four pay per views out
0: there. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now you know you know what scares me about that. Now, granted, WrestleMania is already two, seven days long. Basically, they're going to be asking for a seven days and seven nights type of there we WrestleMania. Go. Don't
2: forget well, that is they're doing I, I, uh, their trailer today too. So. And great, I agree with,
0: with Jamal one hundred percent with that.
3: Yeah, logistically, it doesn't work because you know, are are you going to wake up at you know two in the morning to watch WrestleMania live from uh, from Saudi Arabia? But more importantly, though, this comes back to uh, this guy and and his murder, and that's just what it is. He was he didn't disappear, Well he did disappear actually, but he wasn't he wasn't going camping or something. No, he, the dude got his head cut off.
0: Yeah, Dang. and they they say it's
3: that memorable. the Saudi government's behind it. Yeah. Wow and this so, is pretty
1: much a developing story um I had CNN on earlier and it was on there and yeah. in the last hour it's, it's rumored that there may even be audio and video of the actual wow. thing that intelligence agencies are talking about wow. so it's very right. much a developing story and it's growing hair
3: very yeah. quickly I mean, right, and they're talking about the guy's text messages. What what he did know was he set up and stuff like that. This is a thing, and you know the the people are racing to uncover the lid because this pot's going to overflow. But if you're right. WWE, how do you justify working with a partnership that allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly, um, has some shenanigans, some some damn skeletons in a closet? I mean, you you don't
0: justify. I mean, granted that the fact that yeah. we're, we're every other word about this story says the government. I mean, that's a national thing for them. So, there, there is no dividing, you know, uh, the, the country itself or the people away from what the government is doing or stand for or allowing. So, not only can they not justify this, I mean, but how big of a security issue is this for our own national security mm-hmm. and, and for WWE personnel? And the scary thing about this at uh periods that you know most most wrestlers travel with their family um and you know even though the women may not be attend, may not be be able to attend they may still be in the country it's just it's a lot of risk involved here and I, I i didn't i didn't hear about this story obviously because i haven't watched the news today but i mean like but to jamal's basic question i mean you just can't justify and i think it's a huge risk but if they proceed with it i mean What does that mean for WWE? And also, what does that mean about the value of the green dollar? Do you just risk it all for the bucks?
3: Well, I mean, again, everything... I'm sure their lawyers have dotted every I and crossed every T in order to make a partnership. This isn't a takeover. This is a partnership with the Saudi government and WWE to give both people what they want. And it is a win-win. The Middle East, uh, the the region of the Middle East, gets a high-quality no BS, pay-per-view event that could have and, and honestly should have uh, some ramifications to the WWE product as a whole. The WWE gets a chance to move into a territory that is underdeveloped by their standards, and you know, maybe they can pick up a few more wrestlers involved, You know, yeah. but, but there, there's people over there absolutely that positive, watch the product.
1: Absolutely positive.
3: So it's a win-win for both sides, except, except um, murder,
1: <laughs> no women on the
3: show they didn't even care about that no, yeah, I mean, they didn't care about yeah. that oh, yeah. they'll put yeah they'll put sasha banks and, and bailey and alexa bliss in a goddamn potato sack and have really? them wrestle for 45 minutes like sure. they did so, Um, alexa bliss like spider-man out there um in a in cat suit and that's right. that's all well and good i mean it's a different culture you have to respect it their house their rules
1: right Right. And and people
3: who are willing to you know the, the human rights uh, issues and cultural differences aside, you know, the Saudi Arabian government is uh, on the hook for somebody's murder. Who's and more importantly, because he's a journalist, and Saudi Arabia had, does have an issue with that we consider an issue with censorship and free speech and stuff like that. So, you know that that's why this is a big deal because people mm-hmm. die every day. But the fact mm-hmm. that this guy, uh, this journalist was murdered. Alleged in the Saudi Arabian consulate, and they're like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I mean, this is like Freddie, Freddie Gray on an international scale. And either way, it's all bad. But how do you do business with somebody that you know? Either way, it's not a good look.
1: Yeah, right? no. If the story continues to develop over the weekend, and it and it keeps going the direction it's going, where all the news coming out, like from intelligence agencies and stuff, is that. This is what happened. It is as bad as we're hearing. Like, if anything, the story's only getting worse. It's not like no no one's stepping back from it and saying, oh, well, no, maybe that didn't really happen. It's growing in the direction of, yes, this did happen, and, yes, it's as bad as we're saying, where a journalist was murdered and dismembered inside the consulate, and the royal family had something to do with it, with getting him in there wow. for it to happen. If it ends up continuing in that direction – And it keeps getting the play that it's getting. I mean, I would imagine at some point, I mean, it's not just going to be WWE. You're going to have other U.S. and, you know, companies around the world getting pressure on them to be like, hey, why are you doing business with the royal family and with Saudi Arabia?
3: Well, yes, but well, yeah, but let me just like there's one difference between a shell or BP or, uh, you know, um, Citibank doing Mm -hmm. business with the Saudi government because that's not as visible as a product that's on international television.
0: Yeah.
3: Very so th- that they're in the last the rub. And also, uh, you know, as as good as Saudi Arabia is for you know for selling out the show and all that good stuff and, and a loyal audience, and that, there are other cities in the Middle East. They could easily go to Dubai or Bahrain yeah. or uh, Qatar or well, maybe not Qatar because they're kind of fucked up also. But they can also there are other people to play, Abu Dhabi, uh, that and they're all the hop skip and the jump away from doing it. So if their Middle East is their bag. Saudi Arabia is not the hill they want to die on.
0: Yeah, very but also, true.
3: But also, mm.
0: also too, I mean, what is that in the eye and in the eva perception or public perception? If they did decide to call audible at the last minute, because I'm sure there's some, um, I'm sure there's a a good amount of money in Dubai that could make this happen. If there's interest, or I'm sure there probably even been players at the table at some point. What is that? What is the what is the perception of WWE if they do change it? Do you think that is a positive, or you think I, that's just mor- like a moral thing they should just do? And it is I, well, I'm there's no moral of money.
2: But honestly, I would even say like WWE is known for this card is subject to change. So now you can say this location's now subject, subject <laughs> to change. But I mean, I, I think I mean yes, in this type of situation, based on the circumstances of the political and safety atmosphere that's presented, I don't think that would be a big deal if that was to happen. Because sometimes things happen that we can't control. Like, for example, if 9-11 was to repeat itself again and we had to suspend activities or anything because of that, we know that, that that's the case that it possibly could happen. And I think this might be a similar situation if you think it from the United States perspective, in order to have safety for your wrestlers, that we may have to move this location because of this event. So it won't hurt, I think, at all. Um, it would just have to modify what it does in order to make it the show successful. But I think the show... You know, in well, more technical terms, we'll go on.
3: Well, I mean, to be, to be fair, this isn't necessarily a national security issue, as far as we're concerned. This is an ethics issue, mm-hmm. um, and that's 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 where the rub is, mm-hmm. um, because obviously, Inter-
1: yeah, perception and stuff. It's it's a yeah. lot of like you know, it's going to be public perception of them doing business with this gigantic story developing. And the other thing to right. take into consideration is we're three weeks out. We're three mm-hmm. weeks out from the show, so who knows how much this is going to stick around how much bigger it's going to get i mean right we're, we're headed into the weekend here it yep. could be going on all weekend who knows by monday they might make a call yeah I mean, right. you know we got raw on monday so i mean i think this could blow up very quickly it could start to die down i mean it's well, really hard to tell and of course and of course the why the one of the wild cards is in here is the weird stuff that you were talking about at the beginning with the old timers coming back we got the mayor of knox county <laughs> The big red machine is booked on this show.
3: Right, mm-hmm.
1: right. that's true.
3: Well, I mean, to be fair, I, I think we can speak objectively about this. Oh, one, one second uh, to to Will's point. What what would that say towards
0: Kane if they proceed through this, knowing all of the issues there? Does does that also affect another political uh, p- politician run for
3: him in the future? No, he's a politician. <laughs> But anyway, he, he's sure. a politician and he's, sure. and he's a republican in the red state so yeah. uh, the, as we've seen over the, like the last two weeks uh, all of the allegations and, and things of that nature that could be credible but yeah we don't need to look at that or, or yeah. things that have been said at the highest levels of government um meh i mean so what he he, he did a legal job and got legal money from a bad guy well <laughs> okay but, but then I mean, that's, you know the chief
2: is all 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 around, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's but. not, it's yeah, it's not like he's so dope in Saudi Arabia. You know, he went to work. <laughs> yeah, but Good but boy. the idea is the the ethics of it. Uh, will the show go on? Absolutely, the show will go on. That's not going to be a problem. They're going to put uh, you know Bliss and Charlotte in a ghillie suit and have them wrestle because God forbid they show an elbow. But
0: <laughs> and and, the what if, the show, and what but, if that doesn't happen? What if they do not have women on the show? um as far as we know
1: they're not as far as we I mean, know, it's just like last time there's no women
3: right okay well i i oh, actually i don't think they can they oh, okay far, remember yeah. last, remember yeah. last
1: time they even got they got in trouble last time With when, uh, one, what, one of their one no that was a different show the last oh, okay. the last saudi show back in april greatest royal rumble they even got in trouble because a video played in you know, one of their montages, and it showed the women in the video accidentally, and they got in trouble just for that airing in the arena. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: like, they had to pause for ten minutes for their like evening prayer, yep. and everybody went and did that. But while we were doing that, we got Michael Cole and uh, the montages, and then they were hyping up a women's match, which showed them on Raw in their traditional uniforms or like thereof. Yeah. Um and this and the and the red phone definitely rang in a man's office saying you know hey what you doing bro uh,
0: <laughs> get this okay. off our TV yeah. I was just, I was just wondering was it something I heard that then I I knew I thought they were like
3: uh, yeah I, I keep band. I'm conflating the Saudi show with the Abu Dhabi show which was a yeah. big yes. deal because yes. women did wrestle okay um yeah. and that was that was a huge you know first like championship women's match ever in right the, like, right, right right yes. right um yeah, so that's it's, the one where they wore the suits yes yes yes. yes. yes.
1: yes. yes.
3: Because so, that was like that was the
0: uh compromise. I was just going to say now, now because of the fact of the greatest Royal Rumble, they did the all women's pay per view. So because of this, do you think there is going to be some type of other compilation prize? Should we say, or however, well, if you want to address this again? Because I mean, look, two again, like what Will said, two shows a year for ten years means this is continuously going to be a thing, which means that. You know, if they still want to be, you know, politically correct by American standards, they still need to do something for the women. So you do. Do you think we're going to annually get an evolution show or what are your thoughts? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say I'm going to say no, they don't. They. I mean, let's just be honest. They're really not even promoting this one as it is now. So, like, I don't think there's much faith that they'll keep doing it, you know.
2: I think well, it will keep doing it, but go ahead, Jamal. You was going first.
3: I, I was, was going to say uh, for the Evolution Show, and I have not kept up with it at all, which is a testament to how poorly it's being uh, conceived. Mm-hmm. Do yep. you guys think, uh, as people that have followed it, uh, do you think that the Evolution Show has been earned or was given to? Um,
2: I, I think I think it's been earned, but it's been set up like it's been given to them, man. and I think that's the problem. Man, yeah, I mean, I'm a hundred promoted it like man. it's earned. If you promote it like it's earned, then it comes in a different field where we have to watch it. But now you're just seeing, like, oh, we're going to give these women this show because we did this, you right? Know, because you know, it does not It right.
3: doesn't sound like the way it was presented with Stephanie McMahon, who invented women's wrestling, by the way, in, in 1999. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem like this show was the culmination of storylines that were too big for a regular pay-per-view. They need their own event. And these storylines are going to hash themselves out across the entire WWE portfolio uh, from NXT to the main roster and everything in between, because God damn it, they deserve, not because they deserve it, just because this is the way we are right now and women need the spotlight because they've taken it.
0: I, wish, right. I we, wish that's what,
3: what it was. What it sounded like on TV was, you know what? It's Mother's Day is coming up. So <laughs> exactly. let, you know everybody, or it's, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month in October actually, so let's uh, all wear pink and yeah. uh, do a woman's show.
1: We have the pink rope out. We're going to give you this show. And don't pay any attention to that. We're running this women's show five days before the Saudi show that you cannot work on. So, yeah, if, if the timing was different, if it was like, say they were doing it in February or something, where it was nowhere close to these Saudi shows, it would totally have a very different vibe. And also, if they weren't having to share the promotional stage for the entire buildup with another show that they can't be on. That's a real good point you just made, Jamal, with like the whole idea that, you know, it should have been a buildup of the women taking over the shows yep. for the entire month leading up to it, where it's their pay per view, and the men kind of got The men got to take a back seat for once, and that's absolutely not what's happening. Because instead right. of going, Oh no, we got this men's show in Saudi Arabia, and then we got the women's show here, and Correct. we're sharing, we're splitting the time.
3: And it, it seems disingenuous, as a, it, okay. exactly. I, I, I've been trying to put
0: all the words together for that, and you guys all literally did it, but like, yeah, it definitely does not feel it definitely feels like a here is a quarter part of the cookie left because I'm full. And, your you and you're a consolation prize. <laughs>
2: and, and, and I think it would have been it would have been a bigger splash if at some point, maybe in the last three years, once you want to make this big woman's movement, if uh the woman had main event on a WrestleMania or one of the big four pay-per-views, I think that will set an even bigger tone of why this pay-per-view should Get have up. been. A long time coming possibly
0: well i don't even agree with that because i feel like the, the build-up for the royal rumble was good and it built the anticipation and it drove ticket sales because it sold out but you know you you could have took that momentum and again like like y'all said it could have just been a takeover thing where they said look you know we've been doing this we've been doing this and we you know we need a bigger stage for us to do what we have to do or they could have easily what they I can't even believe that they didn't do this. They could have easily just went off the storylines of the Royal Rumble. There was so, they built so much in that match for it to not manifest to anything. Like that is extremely where they dropped the ball. At I mean, not that I was like saying that we need to have Sasha versus Tri- uh, Trish Stratus, but that was there. Mm-hmm. And not to mention that you know you had the Mickey James uh, um, moments in there, like. All that was there and it just you know it's it, 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 it's it's very, very and I mean ticket sales is a testament to the job they're promoting. You can still get your evolution tickets now as it is in two weeks, like you said. So
3: mm-hmm. well, I mean it's but I think part of it is it, it does seem like it's um it's a woman's story told by guys. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. So so wait. Um, so
0: again, because Stephanie McMahon created women's wrestling, she did it, in 1999, it, and it, on the seventh it, day she rested. <laughs> <laughs> Where's her involvement in this, realistically? Like, where is her creative process in making sure this is promoted correctly? Because you see her involvement in Connor's cure, you legitimately see her heart and passion in that. Um, even in the in the Dana Warrior thing, you, you can see her influence in that. Where is she at in this whole women's evolution thing? Because it 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 doesn't feel there. It doesn't feel pushed at all, even from her standards.
3: Well, it does. Like, but you think about it, and you think about yeah, the way the where the women stand within the ecosystem of WWE. Um, On Raw, who is their woman general manager? On uh, on Raw, right? Yeah. No,
2: SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, So.
3: The SmackDown has Paige because she can't wrestle anymore. Yep. So she needed something to do and they didn't fire her.
0: Saudis so can make her wrestle.
3: Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. But <laughs> so oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But so you have you have Paige um you know as a uh, a GM, which is cool, but she's the only woman in a position of power on screen at WWE. Now granted you have champions and 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 stuff, and, and that's absolutely fine. One of the, you know, three people that have ever been women's champion since they got the new belt. But there's no like, place for the woman in the WWE space. They tried out Renee Young, and people have been clamoring for that for years. Mm-hmm. And then, oh my god, she's actually pretty good, so bye coach. Oops. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of these things are falling by the wayside because of happenstance, but it's not exactly like they have a place for women. No. Nope. I mean, it's, it's, women seem to be used in WWE like a market employee and not as legitimate competition. Which is why, if, for example, uh, when I've been yelling about uh, an intergender match in WWE and people said, no, that's insane. It can't happen. And then it did in a very comical BS way between James Ellsworth and um, Becky um, Oscar, Becky Lynch. Uh, oh, um, a little while ago, and and stuff, but that's where we are. They they take NXT more seriously than they do women in WWE, mm-hmm. which is a shame because when you sprinkle in women over a male dominated marketplace, uh, it seems not necessarily like an afterthought, but it definitely seems disingenuous when you go, "This is what you've earned." You you know, it's a pay per view, and it's an evolution for an evolution from what. I mean, you telling me that the women weren't good, and now they've evolved? Like, what, what were we watching before?
0: I mean, look, granted, I, the the talent's there. Um, it, well, except for, except for the Bella Twins, they they need to go. <laughs> <laughs> the the talent's there, most um, of them. Are. The, uh, the array of different styles is there, and um uh, and 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 the, and a bunch of different things that you can do with the different people is there. I mean, you had the Carmella being teased as being back a diva again that quickly changed i mean like why is it so hard for them to just utilize the women's division as it should be i mean they're they're pretty much can do every single thing that the guys can do it's been proven society's ready for it society's susceptible for the markets out there and then you have a bunch of old
3: white men telling stories for women
0: but it's but that's the way i i mean yeah you're right it's just so weird that, like, what, why can't they get past the curtains and just say, let them do what they're going to do? And when they even get the glimpse of, like, they're pushing forward, they let off the gas.
3: Because it's risk assessment. I was just about to say that. You mm. took the words right out of my mouth. So that's, I mean, it, it, that's what it is. It's risk I, assessment. That's why That's why smaller you. guys aren't champions.
0: And but, I, 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 agree. I agree with you with the, the Becky Lynch and James Ellsworth thing. That was the epitome of risk assessment there.
3: Right. So they said, like, okay, well, we'll do this, but we're going to do it in this way so that we can, we can cover our ass a little bit.
0: Yeah, nah, But you're telling
3: me that, you know, Becky Lynch and Daniel Bryan shouldn't main event somewhere? I mean, like, logistically. I mean, they're both technically sound.
0: Yeah, no no doubt. I mean... It's
3: not like they can't do the work. And that's a matchup that nobody in, their, in, their, in a million years would bet that they would see. Right. So even if it was one time only in the house show that you know that you had to be at, you're telling me that right. nobody that people wouldn't believe if it's about the suspension of disbelief, people wouldn't believe Becky Lynch versus Daniel Bryan, especially with Lynch as a heel.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, even on the last episode of NXT, you had uh, Nikki Cross come out and face Tommaso Ciampa. And I mean, like, that just felt like, yeah, organically that could work. And it would be great. And and the crowd cheered for it. Will it ever happen? No. no. Not
1: not anytime (laughs) soon. Not not as long as the old man sitting at the head of the table. Right, right?
0: <laughs> day, soon.
1: Eventually, and, and we'll probably get there, but it's it's going to be a long, slow road for WWE to get to that point, especially with like just as corporate as they are right now. You know, and they are so just damn concerned with like their public image and like. You know what these, what the, all these partners think of them. I mean, like I say it all goes back to money with them. That's why I mean, what we started out with this whole darn, with this story blowing up. It's not even so matter much a matter of what the story is that happened with this reporter. It's about what people think of their involvement with that yep. and what they're going to think of them. That's what they're concerned about. Yep. Right. You know?
3: And that, that, that would be the same thing if they were uh, to do a show in the Philippines. Uh, the Filipino government uh, is. They are insane, um, and for a number of different reasons. and you can I mean, look it up. But the bottom we, line is, we is definitely that, heard
0: Pacquiao make uh, very, very estranged remarks numerous times. So you know, even if you have no clue about the Filipino government <laughs> and you know who Pacquiao is, you you uh, <laughs> you get a glimpse of what they what, what type of shenanigans goes on there.
3: But that's kind of like the uh, the the deal where it comes down to it's not a good look for them to put a 70,000 person, uh, a seat, uh, fill a 70,000 seat arena in Manila knowing good and damn well that they received a blank check from the Filipino government, that is just trash. Like this absolute you know, dumpster fire. Uh-huh. And then, but then here they are, you know, taking their check and running back across the Pacific with it. Right. And that's where we are in Saudi Arabia, and it would be no different if they had a show, you know, in the Philippines or had a show in You know, another Somalia or another country with a troubled government. Mm -hmm. They just gave them a blank check and Mm -hmm. said, "You know, do with it what you will." And and I get it from a goodwill standpoint, and I get the whole wait and see approach. But at what point do you wait too long? And I think that's what that's the hard thing. The Triple H and and those guys are going to have to figure out because they can't they can't logistically do business with a um, a country that treats women a certain way. Yep. Or is shooting drug dealers in the face in the case of the Filipinos or are you know hideously corrupt or whatever a number of things that governments do to screw over their people. Mm. I mean survivor series of Venezuela next year? Sure. <laughs> Money talks. Anything, Anything can about. happen. Sum- Anything can happen.
0: Summer- SummerSlam in El Salvador, let's do it. Book it. Let's
3: do it. <laughs> <laughs> book book it. Book it right now, Vince. Yep. Anything in Baltimore? See, what do you see? What are you doing? That's not, you know, that's not right. That's not even fair. It's
1: going to get that summer slam payment in bricks. (laughs) Get
0: in there there on the jokes. (laughs) Make no damn sense. Love Baltimore. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so anyway let, what else can we talk about anything else to add to this so that the fans get a gist of everything that's going on this let's just let's, let's put a bow on this because it, it's a lot to take in for sure yeah. so um i, I want to just add my two cents in right now just do do your research if you're listening to this afterwards just do your little bit of research i mean this is news that's happening now um i still need to look it up so i'm definitely you know after we've done recording we'll take some time to look what's going on but yeah just just do your research about this We'll go ahead, Jamal. Uh,
3: I, I guess the, the question really does come down to um, you know with WWE and their uh, expansion on a on a visible uh, level around the world with their show in Australia, uh, with their show in um, um, Saudi Arabia. Uh, they have a show in uh, in Abu Dhabi or Dubai uh, last year. Um, they've done Japan a couple times on television. Um, I know that people want, want a WrestleMania in their hometown. Everybody does, you know, whether it's a small town or the biggest city. Logistically, it's not going to happen unless you live in the either UK or American time zone. With that said, are we shaping ourselves up for a live event um, of the quality of the big four? Like an actual pay-per-view, um, maybe a backlash or some BS like that. But are we shaping ourselves? Is WWE testing the waters for bringing live pay-per-view quality content from uh, some location far off in the world? I mean, could yeah. we see Money in the Bank in New Zealand live?
0: I mean, yeah, we've been talking about this for a while. This is this is not a new theme, and I think that um, the expansion of the UK division, all everything, leads to a, one of the big four being in. Europe at some point very soon. And I really think SummerSlam needs to be the target, which I'm hearing. Minneapolis is going to be the year after Nexus WrestleMania. And I'm hearing... Wait, wait, wait.
3: Uh, Minneapolis in 20, um, 2020? 2020.
0: 20, yeah, 2020 is what I'm hearing.
3: Oh, that's that, stupid. It's going to be cold as hell in Minneapolis.
0: Right. I, they got the new stadium. I mean, so does Atlanta, but yeah. that's what I'm hearing. But I literally, but I also think that these checks being cut changes everything. But I literally think that to your, your initial question, that we're, we're looking at Europe for one of the big four very, very soon. Very yeah. soon.
1: Royal Rumble or SummerSlam would be the obvious. Startups, yep. yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. heck, they did SummerSlam '92 in the UK, and it's just wild. They never, they never have gone back to do it again since. But they've, they have done it, yeah. and that was in a totally different time when you know, yeah, you ha- the show didn't air live here. It came on the regular time, you know, hours later. And if back then, you know, pre-pre internet being widely available, it was like if you wanted to call up a 900 number and get the results that day, you you sure could. Yeah, <laughs> it was a couple hours before the show came on. Also. I mean, the damn Super Showdown last weekend it, it came on you know five a.m. Eastern time here, so okay. it's not like they're not showing these shows live when they air, and it's, I, I it's it's inevitable. It's just a matter of how soon they'll pull the trigger. I figure their thinking is you know if people want to get up and watch it live, they'll watch it live, and if they don't want to, you got the join in progress, and you you, you watch it then. I mean, I didn't get up at five a.m. last Saturday. I got up here. <laughs> I got yeah, up. Yeah, I hit definitely the, saw it at 10, ten o'clock. It was like yeah, about I came back and it was uh about eight fifty. I figured they'd be going to ten, and it I turned it on. And, uh, Shawn Michaels and all of them were finishing up, and I was like, "Oh damn, it's the end of the show." Well, let me right. go back <laughs> to the beginning. Oh well. And fast forward to it, the parts that you didn't want to see at that. Exactly, I knocked it out in about an hour.
0: No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <That laughs> Best way I
1: spent my morning ever.
0: <laughs> that is funny. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, look, the U the UK. Um, so this seems to like the logistical and even and even probably the best financial thing to do, too. I mean, like I said, the expansion of the NXT division and um, also and I think Royal Rumble is is probably what it's going to be, considering that the rumors is that they're getting ready to try to change Royal Rumble to like a weekend thing with access and all that. So that clearly is shaping Royal Rumble up to be the strong third big pay-per-view as it should. Which, you know, I'm hearing that uh, Survivor, I mean, excuse me, uh, SummerSlam is going to be in L.A., but if yes. we already have that, if we already have that um, Royal Rumble's in Phoenix next year, which is yeah. a couple of months from now, an announcement that Summer uh, R- Royal Rumble's going to be in the U.K. a year out in two months, I mean, that just makes sense. And all the prep tours at the new show getting ready to get started, it just all makes sense for it to be that way. Well... You can make it a whole experience,
3: too. Having something in the U.K. is less of a logistical uh, nightmare from a time zones perspective because, obviously, it is a logistical nightmare because they need to bring the sets over there. Mm -hmm. They need to get the workers over there. uh, Different countries have different union laws and you got to use these people and so so on and so forth. Um, And that could be cost prohibitive because it's the U.K. With that said, I think the... um, And speaking of the U.K., obviously, the new U.K. show is coming on. It's going to air not live obviously because they've taped it, but it's going to air in yeah, a similar schedule, gonna, yeah, where they tape yeah. it to nXt but it's going to come on live around the world at mm-hmm. eight pm british time three p m in the east noon there in pacific go. wait is that true yes
0: they announced, it today. announced thought, it today i thought it was eight here
3: yeah no eight, 8, 8 p m british time three p yep. m here mm-hmm. uh noon california yeah oh okay so yeah. It's okay. not out of the realm of possibility that on a Sunday at noon, you could get up and, and in San Francisco and watch WrestleMania. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. They're, they're maybe, going with the idea of localizing the shows to the market that they're in. So mm-hmm. it's not all dependent on the U S and that's, I think, I think the, the, the term uh, Triple H keeps using with the whole NXT UK brand is a global localization. Is what they, oh, what they want to do? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the most corporate speak. Like, but the whole idea is we're, we come to your market and we're there in your your country, and everything is you know catered to your local market as opposed to the U.S. So, like you said, then the show starts at 8 p.m. their local time and not our local time, and it makes sense with everything on the network being on demand. It does. It doesn't matter,
2: and yeah. they're not watching
1: on their own schedule. I'll even add this, too.
2: If we think about it, too, and maybe this is a stretch where I think WWE can market this very well. If you think about when the Royal Rumble is, it's always the week before the Super Bowl. And if they put it in a time frame that people can promote it and say, oh, you want to miss football? Come watch this the same time you watch the Super Bowl next week or whatever time. You know, if you promote this the first time they had this, you know, big event Royal Rumble in the U.K., they could try to use that and maybe – have some connection with Fox by that time where it could be shown Mm -hmm. on Fox during that time (laughs) since we had this deal. Maybe once again, it's a stretch. Yes. But maybe this is something that could possibly happen.
0: Hey, could you imagine if because of the time difference that, that it does work out logistically where you could watch one of the, you know, maybe the male or the female Royal Rumble match free
3: on Fox before the Super Bowl comes on.
1: I mean, (laughs) if
3: you you don't think, they're not going to have uh, a Royal Rumble, you know. Pre- maybe the first hour of the three-hour pre-show that they air on YouTube. If you don't think that's not going to air on Fox Sports One, then I don't know what they're doing.
0: That will be insane.
3: Because I mean, if the if the Young Bucks can have a uh, a one-hour pre-show on WWE in America, right. then WWE could definitely put uh, you know the WrestleMania kickoff kickoff show uh like at 5 o'clock uh, on on channel 5 that would
0: be absolutely
1: especially given the time of year cuz it'll be out of football season you know we're talking the spring i'm sure I, I am sure come next fall when the ball gets rolling on that deal and they're you know fully entrenched with fox sports probably anything's possible it's a 5 year deal so we we're, we're going it's going to be a whole different landscape next year at this time when that fox deal launches for smackdown uh, uh, uh. Now let
3: me ask you guys this about the um, NXT uh, UK show, uh-huh. and I'm looking at the, um, the 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 poster for it. Uh, Tony Storm is on there. Ginny's uh, on there. Jenny Couture is on there. Mustache Mountain, Pete Dunn, a uh, uh-huh. bunch of guys uh-huh. that are on there. Do you think that this NXT UK show will be um, a compliment? To uh, the WWE brand? Like, will, will they interact with each other at all? Like, we've seen Leo Rush on Raw and 205 Live. Yeah. Uh, we've seen some main roster guys come down to NXT. We've obviously seen NXT guys, uh, I mean, uh, UK guys in NXT doing things and having championship matches on NXT television. But will that, se- would they separate that? Because there's no real reason for them to have a, a show to a takeover. And more importantly, how will storylines culminate? Will they be a British version of takeover?
0: Uh, mm. every, every question is yes. They must interact, and they must have their own pay-per-view um, takeover. and we've we've been seeing it. I mean, we just seen Mike Canellas appear on 205 Live, which is great. Great for him. Maria Canellis is back, so it's great. Um, so in, in respect to what we're talking about here, that's the main roster person coming to 205 live. Um, as you said, we're seeing two or five live people on um, Raw. Um, we're seeing UK people on uh, on uh, NXT, the Evolution's pay per view, which will have a combination of people from all over. Uh, we may see some interactions there. Granted that NXT UK people will have people that's um, already on um, NXT. So it, it just makes sense that people are just all over. No one's stuck to a brand. I think you will have faces of each brand who will stay. Like I don't think we'll see Cedric floating around, something like that in two five live. But I think that in, in the eve of what the UK wants to do, especially with building um making stars out of some of their talent that may not be uh sort of say familiar faces in the US, I think you have to do it. So, like somebody like Tony Storm, I don't think we're gonna see in like NXT. Cause she's obviously uh, a face of that, but uh, other people, I think we will.
3: Well, so you have a. um, Well, I mean, Nikki Cross is Scottish, so she could definitely you know do both if she wants to.
0: They they really, that's what they really need to do. I mean, when we when we talked about this about a year or something ago, we were really big on the fact that we felt Neville should be somebody in the UK Championship Mm -hmm. tournament. Then we was like, okay, well, Neville should be somebody on Two Hundred Five Live, and it took them. God knows forever for that to happen and it worked out well. But you know, that's that's what they need to do. And it seems like there's the the sprinkles of it now, but they just have to execute it. Um I think Alistair Black, who's hurt right now, needs to come back in the UK division. I, that automatically put eyes on that show. Uh
3: yeah. I think that Alistair Black has hasn't really lived up to the expectations not of what they thought they were getting in, in NXT. And, and not that it's not that he can't um, because his gimmick's cool and all that good stuff but I just think he would serve a bigger purpose in the uh, um, UK division because Mm -hmm. they don't really need any help in NXT right now because they basically picked the indies clean and are just waiting for the next special to come up right
1: yeah, the floor, the Florida uh, branch of NXT is completely overloaded with talent. So there's a number of people there. You could be like, look, we need to get this UK thing off the ground, and we need, we just need star power on those shows. And you could easily take a couple people, like you're saying, Alistair Black, and like take him over there and make him a, a focal point of that show. And you know, the darn Orlando full sale crowd is not going to miss a beat. Because they're just stocked to the brim with talent there. What I'd like to kind of see going with this idea of that is like, you know, between like the 205 Live and the NXT Florida and then NXT UK, it's like you kind of use it as like a throwback to the old territory system where it's like, you know, if someone gets stale over here or they've been like on 205 Live for a year and kind of done it all. Like maybe a Cedric Alexander who's like, you know, just dropped the title. It's like, okay, you've kind of worked everybody here. You were the champ for a while. Mm -hmm. Maybe we move you to Florida now and have you do NXT proper and -hmm. put you in here instead to freshen you up and give you a a whole new round of opponents (laughs) and let people on the two oh five live let them do their thing without you there in the mix. And then we can you you know rotate people around. Mix it up so you get fresh opponents and fresh matchups, and it's not the same people on the same shows all the time.
0: That's not a bad idea. <laughs> That's it's not. really not a bad it's idea. Not.
2: But let me ask you this, Will. Just based off that, at any point, if you see, and once again, I like the idea, but would you see somebody like Cedric Alexander going down to NXT Florida to do that, to get a fresh gimmick? I mean, not fresh gimmick, fresh matches, fresh storylines. Mm-hmm. Is that a demotion in a type of way that mm-hmm. he's already been elevated? To that to that level 1205 being. I market. knew I knew
0: I knew we were going there again with the, the
2: <laughs> I, I'm and sorry. I, just knew,
0: I don't think no, it's a demotion because again, it, I in I a way that, I think it's a promotion
1: because NXT, it I think it's definitely more highly thought of than the darn purple belt or show. Ag-
0: Agreed. You know? and, and there's more championships So when you talk about accolades and stuff like that, because that's big to them. Um, yeah, and also too, you put him near the North American title, you give him a win. You let him work indie shows again. I mean, how, how happy would that guy be being able to be back in that? Something that got him to the point he is. And anybody ever, anybody's ever met him knows that he's one of the most humblest guys ever. He's, he's already conquered 205 Live. But, you know, him versus Adam Cole, him versus Ricochet, him versus Keith Lee. These people that he's worked for all these years being able to be able to work with them again. I'm sure he would be overly excited for that fresh start, shall I say.
2: I got it. And then I get it, but I just see, I just see, and maybe this is the wrong way I'm looking at it when I see NXT, but I see NXT and I'm speaking Jamal's language for a second. It's like the AAA of baseball. Like granted, somebody has to do a rehab assignment every once in a while. And it's great for that AAA crowd to see a major league prospect, you know, go down for a couple of days and then they come right back up. But mm-hmm. if they keep them down there, that really doesn't do anything for him, but only elevate somebody else.
3: I want to I want to amend that analogy and say that it was AAA baseball at a point, but there are some people who, if you ask, college football is better than NFL, Uh, and I think, (laughs) and I don't watch it, so I I, you know, but but you can't go into Austin, Texas, and say that. The NFL product is better than college triple because there's there is a legitimate debate there, right? is, but I think there is one with NXT. Where is the
0: lie there? And you know what? You <laughs> can use that same analogy for college basketball. You cannot go into the state of North Carolina and, <laughs> and say by any means that the NBA is better than March Madness by any means, especially for this. Like I said, for North Carolina,
3: like. Well, March, yeah. Madness, March, March Madness, March is is a very specific event for college basketball. Yeah, but, but realistically, I mean, nobody's watching North Dakota State take on Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, mean. But, but to be fair, like by and large, um, in college football, because of you know how important it is on Saturdays, it's a legitimate thing. Yeah. and I think that um, you know with NXT, whether it's the UK or US brand of it, um, Wednesday should. In, in a couple months, six months, a year, rival Monday and Tuesday. Mm. The question is, and WWE seems to be doing this on purpose, they seem to be handcuffing NXT so that it doesn't directly compete with Monday and Tuesday. And I think that, yep, I agree with that. Mm. They seem to be purposely devaluing NXT as a brand to keep it at a triple A level. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that it doesn't compete with because I'll be damned since takeover has been a thing give me an, a, a weekend that takeover didn't do exactly that and take over that, that weekend that they had it you
0: know what's so funny people still go against the grain for that so you know when they were saying that people they were paying fans to be in the crowd I, I like I believe it
3: tell me a Wrestlemania that was better than a takeover
0: I mean it's funny people still I don't know
3: okay well I mean I need to, <laughs> I be, I need to beat I'll, those people
0: I don't have time for that <laughs> So, no, you know you know what's even funnier to me when you talk to people, right? And you're like, uh, yeah. So you going to um, you going to SummerSlam? I no, they Like they're like, you know, when I when I, I I allude to the weekend by what the biggest show of that weekend is. So you know, you going to SummerSlam this week, this year, or whatever? Be like, yeah, like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be in New York. I'm going to take over. I'm not going to SummerSlam. They're like, what? <laughs> I, I'm not going to TakeOver. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you don't have a hot $20, $25 to just sit way inside, you know, anywhere in there to be part of what's going to be the best show of the weekend? Okay.
3: Okay. I refuse to believe that, that take that Backlash of 2017 was better than uh, TakeOver Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Somebody some somebody proved me wrong but but I but I digress I, I do think that um whether it's intentional or not it remains to be seen but if there is something to it that WWE are they even advertising NXT in a mm-hmm. way that WWE uh advertises across their marketplace well well,
0: nope. well, 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 well you you're, you're you're definitely touching on another big subject but I think the other word is too is that they're content with NXT success that they don't feel like they need to do anything more, which is blasphemy considering that. So you want to keep signing all the holler's talent, but you don't want to elevate the brand
3: right itself because nope. they are uh they're doing what the Chinese are doing with their money, they're purposely <laughs> deflating it to compete with it on a different marketplace. Triple <laughs> A. Oh it my oh, that's baseball. Such
0: a such a scary thing to say. Let me let me throw two things out to the fans that's listening. Number number one, too. Uh, back to the f- the first initial topic If you think that WWE um, Do you think do you, do you think that WWE should continue with their plans To run um, The Crown Jewel pay-per-view considering the things That's happening uh, right now over there uh, What's your thoughts on that And also too uh, what, what, is, what is your thoughts on um, uh, Let us know your thoughts On uh, the different uh, People from the rosters uh, Working on different brands Do you think that's a good idea or do you think that people should be isolated onto one brand only? So let us know. But go ahead, Jamal.
3: No, so yeah, about that, um, I do think that WWE has a brand to protect, even from itself. And it seems to be that NXT, uh, regardless of whatever it is on the internet, we don't know how big it could be <laughs> because they put it in full sale with 500 people. And not <laughs> even like a smaller gem of like 1,000 or 2,000. Uh, we don't know because they, they don't tour it in the way that they tour Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't know what what the potential of NXT lies because honestly, think when you think about it, they handcuff it almost in every way, and that's kind of interesting that they are you're willing to spite their nose just to feed their face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's yeah. just it. It's like they they are. St- they like to give lip service to the idea of that, you know. No NXT now is like, you know, a full, a full fledged brand. But at the same time, you'll hear them like, also mention once in a while, they'll very much say, you know, NXT is developmental, and it's developmental for Raw and SmackDown. So, like you said, they have they have to feed that beast that is that five hours between Raw and SmackDown every darn week, and. Mm-hmm. and definitely you can t- there's probably a divide of like people in the company that want to grow nxt and other people in the company who are like no the whole point of this is to feed the main roster and that's the goal that it was started with and that's the goal it still you know needs to go after also
0: di- also ahead, also too, i think the fox deal definitely i hope changes mm-hmm. this whole perspective Keyword. of this
2: Keyword hope.
0: I mean because now I mean I mean the other thing of, of today's show seems to be like money, which is really not no mystery, money. but money, money. definitely yeah, yeah. influences all decisions. Considering the Fox deal should definitely maybe alter how creative it's being handled. So you know, we 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 will see.
3: Well speaking about money, let me just ask you this. Can WWE afford to let NXT be bigger than SmackDown? I mean, no.
1: Not, not when SmackDown's bringing in a billion dollars and has primetime TV next year. No Correct. way. Correct. I no agree, way. totally will. I mean, heck, I've, I've already, from the moment that deal has signed, the big thing I'm waiting to see next fall on Friday nights is how much of a change happens between Raw and SmackDown because yep. primetime network television. Raw may have been the flagship all these years, but, I mean, Fox... On a Friday night, they have to deliver on that show, and I think it, it changes the entire playing field next year. Yep,
3: absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah.
1: you're in bed with Fox Sports. You, it, it, nothing is going to be bigger than that in that company.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, because once you're you're in a point where you have dedicated programming, uh, baseball is going to go away in November, uh, maybe earlier than that. Football is going to go away. In February, uh, you know, maybe early. I don't think they have a Super Bowl this year, but um, and they don't they don't do basketball, so Fox could right. have dedicated sports programming every single week, fifty weeks out of the year or so. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's that's a that's a huge deal. But that's interesting. I, you know, it will be interesting to see how the UK uh, show starts up. I know that obviously it's been taped and. Uh, the results could be out there if you wanted to look, but it will be interesting to see what the feel is mm-hmm. of a show uh, like that. You know, will they go the smaller full-scale route, full route? Um, even though the building that they taped in is a lot bigger, so like an actual music hall. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they tour. Uh, or do, will they just do tape a show once every I, month I, and a half and then send it back to the entities? I believe they're in a sense touring
0: based on... Uh... Our good our good friend chris Sharp's Instagram it looks like who's a official referee for the u k division um it looks like they're shifting around a little bit, so i we'll see i'm not i don't I can't put into perspective like what's the proximity for each uh location, but looks like they're shifting a little bit but yeah, again mm-hmm. to, to something else you said earlier, it's all uh what was the word again um uh, build an analysis, you use some word earlier. Um,
3: I'm, I'm gonna use a lot of words, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Help me out. Uh whatever. But yeah, I I I think they're the the kind of surveying to 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 try to build analysis just to see um if this works. And I think also too, I mean, maybe this is what they're gonna use to figure out what ultimately are they gonna do with full sale. Also, too, if any of y'all may know this or not. Is there some type of deal with Full Sail University of how long NST is going to be there, or is that just it should like be?
3: A I mean, they, they should be. I don't think they bought the the building that they uh, practice in. Mm-mm. So, well, we I mean, not to practice in, but they take the show in. So, mm-hmm. it's they definitely rented out that gym at Full Sail.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: So I don't. They haven't. They've taken up a uh, residence there, so to speak, um, because there's definitely other uh, other places to play in Atlanta. I mean, not Atlanta, Orlando. But uh, for sale seems to be their deal, and a lot of it has to do with the performance center that they that they did build, um, not too far from it. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a I haven't ever looked it up. I don't know if it's a, like a legal thing or not where they yeah. have a contractual agreement to work at for sale. Yeah. Um, or maybe maybe you know what they they could. I don't see why any of their graphics guys or their editing guys. Wouldn't just be graduates of wholesale.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right?
3: And, agree. you know, if they needed to practice with some stuff, cut up some, well, you know, create a promo for WWE. NXT is coming. We, yeah. you know, we got some wholesale graduates or uh, alumnus, and they're going to cut it up and make it work. I mean, it makes sense for them to do that because with NXT, as it was that brand back then, um, you know, they could, you know, they can make more mistakes. They have have a little bit more leeway. Right. Um, than with Raw. It would be a little bit more experimental than with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. So it does make sense. Uh, speaking of NXT, uh, you know, we know the women's pay-per-view is coming up. We know that Calgary Sandy is going to uh, face Shayna Baszler. Um, do any of them, or should any other woman in NXT, be called up to the main roster uh, there's uh, are, after... There's already
0: rumors about it. There's already rumors about... The people well, I
3: mean, there's always like rumors, but, but should it happen?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, the... Bianca Belair being on NST for much longer is just absolute blasphemy to me.
2: Can I ask a question with that though? Just to be devil's advocate, where are they going to go? Where are they going to be placed on the card? That's why I say should. Because if you think about SmackDown right now, it's already a two hour show, and then the women's championship match took 35 minutes of that two hour show. And there was no other woman spotlighted on that show for the rest of the night. If you think about Raw, you got half of the women being in mixed mag cha- uh, challenges matches to promote that show on for season two, that's really not getting their full shine. So, really, it's a great pay-per-view for them to be, you know, spotlighted, but it's really no no space for them to go on the main roster.
0: I mean, they're up there. It ain't no space. I get it. But the fact of them just being on NXT or stuck in Florida, no. Put them up there and let it work out and see what happens. I mean, again, no one's giving creative <laughs> a pat on the back for, you know, displaying women's talent on either of the shows. But agree, in agree. regard to... Have they fulfilled? Have they fulfilled their duties in NXT? Is there is there is there a, a, a taller mount for them climb? I don't see it happening. Um, and I think if you do put Bianca Belair inside of you know the championship picture, I mean that keeps her down there for another year. So let's put on the main roster now. I think she's overly popular. Look at af- uh, athleticism, and I think that evolution will be the complete testament if if she absolutely should be there and i think the Royal Rumble. you gotta we got a good glimpse there too so yeah so this should be called ups and i think that evolution should be where uh some of this should happen i think they should all. Auto- i mean who am i who am i kidding here but i think they automatically should be storylines created on that show we all know that's not gonna happen they're absolutely not gonna happen <laughs> the,
1: the, the timing makes perfect sense because you have the evolution pay-per-view you have the may young classic finals on it so it's like you finish up that tournament, you call some women up, it creates some space in NXT to have some of the new faces from the Mae Young become NXT regulars. Mm-hmm. It's the obvious move, but, of course, we know how <laughs> WWE is. They just don't always do the obvious thing as quickly as they should do it. But, I mean, timing-wise, it makes perfect sense. Yeah.
3: Well, we say that women are being called up and there's possibly no room. Should any right. woman be called down no. to NXT to make no. room for them?
0: no. No, 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 nope,
3: nope, nope, nope. I mean, outside of cutting the bellies, no, like, <laughs> there is no, there is no, there is no
0: calling down from women because the man classic sits a ton of people that they can use, and some of them being Florida natives. Oh my kidding? a lot of them being Florida natives just make a lot of that very easy for them to sit there uh, with that full sail slash Orlando, Florida area traveling. So you don't, you know. You know, in, there's no need for that. But who knows? Maybe they make a weekly woman show that mirrors superstars. Where Not Dana- that
2: I can see happening. Where
0: Dana Brooke can be your... Relevant? Woman. <laughs> uh, wait, that... Yeah, anyway. I- Relevant 2.0 we wrap this. Me. We wrap this show up. Oh, one thing, too. This, <laughs> World, this World Cup thing that they're doing, that we talked about when we first started the show. Catering. But... But... but Wait, you, you get to brag that you're the best in the world if you win this. And on that note, this is a super overly high-paid house show in Saudi Arabia.
3: But wait a minute. Why is there a World Cup where there's a champion of the universe? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hell with your one planet. Dude's ruling the universe. <laughs> he has the Thanos championship belt.
0: That, that is true. We need to add the glove for that. You know, Dragon Ball. This gets a lot of this right. Much, much, much better than Wrestler Two. <laughs> like it just, yeah. Anyway, watch that if you don't know. Anyway, we we'll Yeah, let's wrap this up.
3: Okay, wrap it up.
0: <laughs> I mean, you've been talking a lot. You can wrap it up.
3: Oh well, means well. Well, uh, oh, no, uh, I don't I'll give the floor.
0: Jamal, hold any... on.
2: Wait. Before we wrap it up, what what, what happened to? Did you know? Or do? Or no? No. What? What was it called?
0: Do we care? Do we care? Do we care? Yes. You can't ask what? about something what happened to it if you know. You know what it was.
2: I'm sorry. Do As we know? Got, yeah. No. Well, but I, I do him. know now, but, and what? I do care.
3: I mean, well, there there are a lot of um things that you know I, that I could have brought up. Um, like for example, uh, was it Buddy Murphy calling uh, 205 Live the um his thoughts of the greatest the brand in WWE. Um, do we care about that? Um, but yeah, he literally said that out loud to Fox Sports Australia. Um, good, for, good for him. Good for him. Um, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Um, Chucky Taylor. Uh, he compared WWE yes. to Nickelback. Yeah. Good, um, good for him. Um, um, uh, Bubba Ray Dudley said that AJ Styles will, uh, isn't the main event. And he, and he said, why? So, I mean, they do like a lot of those little things, but there were more pressing issues this week that I thought we need to deliver a little bit more uh, time on.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, we know the hour, and I think this show leaves a lot for people to go up and research. And, I mean, um, other stuff will be developing more. So, we'll, we'll definitely have to come back to re-elaborate on that stuff. But we'll be here forever, and no one wants a two-hour podcast. So that Nobody wants like that. to
3: do that. Yeah. <laughs> We've done that before. My yeah. God.
0: Yeah, that was that was hard. That was hard. God yeah,
3: damn!
0: Yeah, man. All right, <laughs>
3: man. Good. Time. Yeah, we won't do that again. Good time. Uh, yeah, let, let's uh, let, let's say that. Um, but we should wrap this up though.
0: Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, any other comments on basically the Saudi Arabia Crown Jewel pay per view? all the logistical and new stuff with that, and uh, obviously anything about the UK division. Anything else anyone wants to add? Uh, I'll
3: I'll say this. Um, Obviously WWE, it would have to be a lot of pressure for WWE to make a move on Crown Jewel, considering that they're at the 11th hour, as far as the show is concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, It will go on without a hitch. Regardless of what happens with uh, this guy, it will be interesting to see what the long-term effects are regarding this case. And as it creates another, um, another straw on the cat mm-hmm. for people that disagree with the Saudi, uh, royal family and their, the way they handle business mm-hmm. and the people that do business with them, um, as far as evolution goes, right. As far as, um, uh, the UK tournament goes, I think that's the most exciting thing that WWE has as, as piqued my interest in, in quite a while. And I really hope it goes uh, well because I really can't wait for takeover Manchester. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: it has to happen. Yeah.
2: I have nothing. All right, then. <laughs> I have nothing either.
3: Well, that's two. Okay. And I'll
1: finish least. it up then just saying I think I think the Crown Jewel show is all decided on just what reaction there is over the next probably the next week or so. With how stuff goes, if this story grows enough hair and other companies start publicly saying they're backing out of Saudi Arabia or they're, you know, pulling back their involvement. If that kind of like sea change starts happening where there's public pronouncements from other companies where that kind of thing is happening, that's where you'll probably see Vince suddenly be like, oh, God, we got to do something uh, because Toyota did this or, you know, like something like that. Something mm-hmm. like right. that would be what would get them to make a move I think. But Who, who's the happen- sponsor
3: of Crown Jewel? The royal family. Is it oh okay.
1: Isn't is Snickers? Snickers? I thought it was Snickers too. <laughs> I
3: mean I'm looking at the poster and I don't see a sponsor on there.
1: Well, it's a paid show for the for the darn you know, Saudi royal family. So what? probably essentially them. It's a big can of oil, essentially.
0: <laughs> Bless you, can't Bless can't you on
1: them. that. <laughs> I, we, Bless we, you. We just go out on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we could. Anyway, guys, let us know your thoughts. Uh, um, what you think? Logistically, what's going to happen here? Is the show still going to go on? Should it? And also, again, what you think about? Uh, talent working different brands and also too what do you think that wwe can do better to uh promote their women um, everything yeah you know, let's let's see. They that's could actually promote know. them yeah that's that's <laughs> that is obviously <laughs> easy that but yeah thanks for listening and uh we'll, we'll be back to you regularly next week and uh yeah ciao